Welcome back, everyone, to the Web3 Weekly Podcast, the most relatable and reliable NFT, crypto, and blockchain technology podcast in the nation. In today's episode, I want to kind of give uh, you all a better look into the controversy that's surrounding the Board API Club versus the RR Board API Club. And uh, today I found I ha- I met uh, a friend, I'll say, from a Twitter space. Uh, his, uh, she Her name is Primal Key. And the goal today is to pretty much understand what's been going on and kind of ask ourselves some questions about the NFT community as a whole and how we have reacted to this uh, controversy with everything going on surrounding the Board API Club. So, uh, Primal, do you mind to kind of give your uh, introduce yourself to the audience before we start? Oh, sure. Thanks for having me on the podcast. You know, really appreciate it. And um, so, yeah, I'm Primal Key, and I've been, you know, in, in crypto for a few years. I discovered NFTs back actually in um, 2018, and I think they have a pretty interesting history. And, you know, I didn't really get heavy into them until they really took off, you know, in the Top Shot era. I don't know if people are familiar with that, but there was a Top Shot era in the beginning of um, – say 2021 and then you know the i guess the pfp revolution really took off in april but um i just find the technology interesting and i used to collect baseball cards and comic books and things like that and comic cards so i thought you know having collectibles on the blockchain was very interesting and i kind of feel like you know this jpeg and pfp is kind of like the um, minimum viable product of nfts because the technology is really revolutionary and can do so many things that in the future that haven't even happened yet yeah, that's super cool, and I'm excited to kind of get your uh, ideas all about going on, what's going on with the current climate, you could say, with the NFT community, especially with the Board Ape Yacht Club. But for any of the listeners that might not be fully uh, understanding of kind of the controversy at hand, would you mind explaining what kind of happened with everything, including Rider Rips and the Board Ape Yacht Club? Sure. And, you know, I don't know the guy personally. I think he was in the spaces that we met on. And, um, you know, I don't have anything against him. I don't have anything against anybody in the Board API Club. I mean, everybody, to me, always, I always believe there's good in people and look for that and have good intentions. But this actually started, I believe, either at the end of last this year, you know, someone had started pointing out certain things that may or may not be coincidental, making claims. And it never really caught on. There was a few spaces. I think there was one in January with, like, a lot of people, like either seven or ten or thirteen thousand, I'm not sure the exact amount, but it was a lot. And someone was alleging, you know, about racist traits and things of that nature. And you know, it didn't really catch on big. But then a couple of days ago, somebody, a documentary person, made a YouTube video, and I'm not familiar with this person. And um, it kind of just blew up and like started the conversation again. And there was a lot of, um, you know, accusations and people saying this and that. So there was this video that's basically alleging that some of the traits are like from Nazi based things. And, you know, I don't know if these things are true. And to be fair too, a lot of the traits are inspired by previous collections. I mean, they even say, I think they're inspired by the hash mask on, you know, the Board 8 Yacht Club or Yuga website. So some of these previous collections had the traits. Somebody could have, you know, unknowingly just used traits as part of the culture, kind of like open source. And there was someone who mentioned something and I can't remember the term, that if you do enough things, anything can be traced back to that kind of propaganda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's very possible all this is innocent. I mean, there's a lot of like mysterious coincidences and things that are unanswered, but some of that's also part of the lore. And I believe too, the guy Ryder was on the space and he and you know he said his history in the video said is he's like a really famous 
guy at like trolling and stuff like that and like that's his gig that's his creative art he's like very good at it so i, I always say there's two two or three sides to every story there's your side my side and then the truth and then there's probably a lot of speculation which i guess makes a fourth side or how the truth migrates like you yeah. might tell me a story i might tell you a story and we're not like trying to lie or mislead but it just gets changed as it goes on and passes hand to hand just because it's, it's hard to remember everything and everyone's got their own perception or interpretation. Yeah, I think it's really important to kind of have in mind that if, since everyone comes from a different background, they're all going to look at the same picture in a thousand. If you show that same picture to a thousand different people, there's going to people are going to have a thousand different things to say about it. So uh, some people might view the Boy of Yacht Club as racist and it looks very neo-Nazi-ish and stuff like that. And the, vid- the YouTube video did point out some uh, pretty blatant uh, comparisons with the Board of Yacht Club and all of that uh, stuff that really shouldn't be in the world anymore. But we'll kind of uh, move on to more about what happened with everything. And so Ryder Rips, who is the, the guy who did all the research, and he's kind of like a famous internet troll. I mean, that's the words he used to to uh, describe himself as he's been doing research for a long time just to uh, kind of put the Board of Yacht Club on blast, comparing them to uh, neo-Nazism and how all their uh, founders pretty much have names and have pasts that will link themselves to like very heavy racism, especially with anti-Jewish like sentiment and everything like that. So Ryder Rips, who his his kind of main uh, kind of motto is you can't copy an NFT, which is true. And I think it's pretty cool to uh, for someone to bring so much attention to the space and have a motto like you can't copy an NFT because even though he's doing all this stuff to against uh, the Board API Club, and he actually created his own NFT, which is or NFT collection that is a copy of the Board API Club. The thing is, the reason he's saying you can't copy an NFT is because just because you copy the picture, you're not copying the token that is underlying the picture. So I think it's really important for uh, that information to get out because yes, it can be the same picture. But uh, the NFTs obviously mean a lot of different things since one can be one's verified of the actual Board Ape Yacht Club and one is not. But to uh, continue on that, the RR Board Ape Yacht Club, which is the Rider Rips Board Ape Yacht Club, is pretty much just a quote unquote copy uh, with just the majority of the Board Ape Yacht Club NFTs being a part of it. Pretty much they just look like screenshots. And they just have a number. They're not named or anything. They have no traits. And um, it's actually, it's pretty important to see that the Rider Rips Board of Yacht Club actually surpassed uh, the Board of Yacht Club on OpenSea at the time of recording. So it's pretty cool to see uh, Rider Rips kind of fighting back. But there's a lot of uh, speculation and questions about Rider Rips and his character and his true motto and his true uh, kind of motives behind this. So, um, Primal, if you don't mind, uh, I have a couple questions, and I think the community would be kind of willing to know your opinions and my opinions on the current topic. So if you don't mind, I think we should get right into it. Okay, sure. My first question for you today is, if the Board of Yacht Club is looked at as racist in the eyes of Rider Rips and many others, should the Rider Rips Board at Yacht Club, which is a copy of that, still be able to be around and be sold on OpenSea? 
So I'm going to say first that it's my opinion that Ryder Rips actually did not say that the founders are racist or the Board Ape Yacht Club, that he's like saying they're trolling people by using those images. And I do remember him saying something about um, them being like really excellent storytellers and they're hitting messages. So wouldn't it be something if there was a story inside the collection and they're actually making fun of racism? But I actually don't believe that the founders or the project is intentionally racist and it might be satire or trolling. And, and I believe he is actually saying that he doesn't believe they're racist either. So I'm a big believer in free speech. So even if it is considered semi-racist, it could be interpreted that way. And I think a lot of it's up to someone's interpretation. I don't believe something should be erased just because of that. Because in Web3, if they just go changing images and erasing things, that defeats the whole purpose of decentralization. And also the controversy about the term, you know, apes and aped in, that didn't start with them. I remember with the Wall Street bets during the AMC GME thing, you know, the term apes and aped in and all kinds of terms were invented or were used and no one really had an issue then. And now all of a sudden, and I feel like too, that this could be his clickbait since he talks about clickbait and trolls and the media and all this stuff that his real message is about the IP of, you know, NFTs, what you're actually getting. Can you copy an NFT? What rights you actually have and, and get that conversation going. So I think that's his lar larger agenda, but he needs like the clickbait or the headline to get everyone talking about it. Cause he just said something like, you know, you don't really own your NFT, the IDs on the blockchain is what you own. It's all about the province. Would anybody really be talking about this? Because I believe this all actually started back in January or the end yeah. of December of last year. And there was even a, a large space and it kind of blew over. And then that YouTube video came out and just like started the whole thing up again. And now you got all this controversy, people saying this, that, and the other. But my personal opinion is that at heart, most people are actually genuinely good. I know that's contrary to popular belief and what the media tells you. And, you know, he's a different individual, very, very talented, creative artist and, you know, good at trolling. But I actually don't necessarily believe anybody's intentions for the most part are malicious. Yeah, I think the more and more I look into it, and especially with Ryder Rips' uh, true message of, uh, you can't copy an NFT just because he did all this stuff. I think he should be able to still like run the collection because it is bringing a lot of attention on the topic of you can't copy an NFT and kind of the true use case for uh, pretty much what NFTs are. So it is pretty cool to see that Ryder Rips did uh, do all this research and everything to um, push that message, but. I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of weird just because he's making money off of something that uh, is like there's so much controversy about it. But obviously, I'm not against someone trying to like make money or support themselves. And so since. Uh... Ryder Rips is kind of making some, maybe not a super monetary gain off of it, but he's obviously getting a lot of attention in a mass wave of like followers from all this controversy. Like, should we still trust Ryder Rips when he's benefiting off everything that's going on? Yeah, so I feel like creatives deserve to get paid for their work, and this is just kind of like his creative performance art. So I know he's like got like a marketplace and stuff, but the marketplace is like supposed to be zero fees and the collection has zero royalties. So I don't know that he's making off of that. Obviously he could change it. 
But I do believe he does deserve some compensation for his creative work and his time and his efforts. So each person has to make their own decision whether or not to trust him. But I think I had mentioned before, I believe people are genuinely good. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt till, like, in my opinion, there's evidence that I could no longer trust him or anyone else. And that could go with BAYC or whoever. But yeah, I don't think it's a problem with that. And, you know, I'm actually a musician and it's very hard for artists to make, you know, money under. I guess web two or conventional ways. I mean, you can sell sixteen digital songs or whatever and make like three cents or ten cents for a month. And you know, NFTs and web three gives you the opportunity to make money a lot quicker. Any you know, amount of money you could make in a day could be like what you'd make in a year from your music or your performance art. So I don't necessarily have a problem with that. And also too, by him making money, he could reinvest that money in his art and make it even better and spread his message better. Because you know, money like anything else is a resource or a tool. Yeah. That's actually really smart. I've never looked at it that way, and I think it's a、uh, really important for people to understand that Ryder Rips is kind of doing a lot of good、um, inside the space. But obviously, we don't have to trust him just because it's a stranger on the internet. No one's ever actually like, unless you're you've met him in person or you know the man. You don't have to like pick a side whether you trust him or not. You can just view him as like kind of like a social media influencer. But kind of talking about.、Uh, What he's been doing against the Board Ape Yacht Club, you could say they're maybe going to war、uh, or something like that. But like, what are your current opinions on the Board Ape Yacht Club now? And like, do you think the Board Ape Yacht Club will still survive? So I, I definitely think that Yuga Labs, the parent company, survives.、Mm-hmm. Now, even without this controversy, I guess survive is like kind of an open term. Yeah. Just because you know, remember in Board Ape Yacht Club's U.S. D floor, you know, dollar equivalent floor. Just a few months ago, was like four or five hundred k. I don't know the exact number offhand, and now it's like you know a hundred k or whatever, and maybe even dips down to ninety k, goes to one hundred twenty k. And of course, some of that is priced in ETH, so you know, ETH fluctuating has a good bit to do with that. But long term, we don't know what any of these collections dollar value is going to be. But you, as a company and a brand, if they keep building out a metaverse and they have a successful game, I think they'll absolutely could be successful. But it is a challenge to build the game. But just because Yuga is successful doesn't necessarily mean that Board Apes keep going to the moon. So Yuga could become like a public company, like a trillion dollar valuation, be like the next Disney or Facebook or something. I believe they call themselves, you know, the next Disney. Doesn't、yeah. mean that Board Ape Yacht Club's floor will be like ten million dollars or hundred million dollars or a million dollars. It could be lower than today or higher, and I believe that each individual has a responsibility to control their own destiny. So you could like own a board ape yacht club or any NFT and develop your own brand using the IP. Now I know riders make people think about, well, if you make a brand with your IP, can you really do that? And is your IP, but is your brand really the IP? Because you could build a brand around, say, your board ape yacht club. And your brand has value, and the Board Ape Yacht Club is the marketing vehicle that you initially used. But once you build out the brand, I think you kind of decouple your success of your brand from your Board Ape Yacht Club because just because you're using the Board Ape Yacht Club, that does not guarantee you success. Yeah, I think I completely agree that I I think Yuga is very powerful, and they have not they have millions of dollars of funding behind them. So even if the Board Ape Yacht Club were to Uh, like the floor price to drop drastically, I think the the board apes would still be fine in the long run. But um, talking about people that might hold a board ape yacht club or、uh, hold an ape, and maybe they feel uncomfortable now holding uh that, and they don't know what really what to do with it. Like, what should they do now? Like, if you if you were a holder 
and you like felt uncomfortable holding it now that all this information has come out like what would you do so I, I believe that people have to make their own personal choice i know there's this movement saying burn the nfts well no one's in my opinion is going to burn a hundred thousand dollar nfts i mean if they're unhappy with the situation or they or they feel that it's racist or makes them look racist they can always sell their nfts but just because someone bought a board API club even if it was even if it was proven to be or the trait or a certain trait they had if they didn't look at it that way that does not make them racist because it's up to interpretation and i can make an argument that people who look at something and just see racism why are you seeing that because yeah. you know when i think of board API club when they first come out or any like nft that uses apes or bears or anything i don't think like someone's being prejudiced or discriminating against any person because there's also discrimination besides racism and prejudice because you know some people will discriminate against people just because they hold a board at yacht club because they say oh that's a one percent thing and they'll discriminate or other things in life because they have a rolex watch or whatever so there's many 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 kinds of discrimination and prejudices you know that are actually different from racism so i think it's each person person it's up to their personal decision if they want to sell their board at yacht club because also they may feel hey you know i minted this thing it was like a few hundred bucks and it's still worth a hundred thousand that's one hell of a return and now it's been a year and I can do long-term capital gains. Maybe I should cash out and use that money for something in my life, you know, down payment for a house, buy a car or something they need to do. There's many reasons someone might want to sell any of their NFTs, you know, that are of high value. Yeah. yeah, I think I completely agree. I think I'm in the same boat as where if you were at the point where you were a board ape or an ape holder and you were kind of big in the community, like uh, uh, ape has a lot of uh, kind of, I don't know what the word is, but kind of status, especially in this uh, community where it's something that a lot of people might not want to give up, whether they believe the accusations are true or false, just because all the th- all the uh, benefits holding an ape can have, especially just the price aspect of selling it one day. But um, I think I, I, I kind of agree one-to-one with uh, just like what you said about maybe selling it and taking long-term capital gains tax and all that. But uh Talking about the controversy, just like I said, and a lot of people have different opinions on what's going on. Will this kind of change the NFT and Web3 community like for the better or for good? Like, will this leave a mark on the community for people to have to kind of be more upfront with their traits and stuff like that and just being more uh, worried about offending someone while making an NFT collection? So I'm, I'm not sure because um, it depends on how far this goes. So, for instance, if it just stops here and it stays within kind of our, like, you know, little NFT world for lack. Because in, in this in this scheme of things, our NFT world is a little NFT world. You know, a bunch of us NFT yeah. guys geeking and gals geeking out on spaces and different things with NFTs. But if this gets into the mainstream media and you start having protests from different groups, then I would say, yes, there could be, like, media or social pressure. But if not, I think the bigger picture is what people should realize, and maybe this does not come to fruition, is, okay, when I buy this NFT and I'm into the CCO and I want to do things with my IP, I really need to read the licensing agreement, if it even has one, what it legally says, and maybe even have an IP attorney specifically read it to see what my rights actually are. Because until any of this goes to a court of law, a lot of it is, like, unknown. So there's a lot of, like, who struck William on the Twitter Oh, should, should this person sue the, sue the company or should you go sue him? Blah, 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 blah. But until something's decided in a court of law, we don't really know what the IP rights are 
for these things. And I actually believe that these projects do not want to go to court because then they have to have, you know, disclosures and you know, all kinds of whatever they call that discovery. And they don't want their personal business business, not necessarily an IP business, public record. I actually believe if there is a lawsuit, it may come from like, let's say someone owns an NFT and it may be a BAYC, it may not be. And someone has a derivative or, a, or just a straight out copy, makes their own brand, and then it becomes big. And then there's a reason for litigation. And what happens is, you know, everyone does a cost benefit analysis, like the lawyers that they want to take on, the person suing, the person being sued, should we settle, should we go to court, all this other kind of stuff. So there's so many moving variables. It's really hard to say, but I asked to put to your basic question. I really believe unless there's serious media pressure and social pressure, not at this time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you because especially with the community as a whole, I think there's so many people that this is, this looks like just kind of like a blip on the map where I think a lot of people heard about it, but I don't think it changed anyone. I don't think it changed like the entire uh, like web three user bases opinions on something. So that's another reason why I think uh, the board of yacht club is going to survive and kind of, it will still be there, even though some of the trolls that they're connected with aren't exactly um, good. I'll say, but I want to thank you again for coming on actually the first episode of the web three Gen opinions. Um, so I'm really happy you could join me today and kind of express your opinions on everything and maybe give the, our goal here was pretty much to give the viewers the best and uh, like just most opinions about uh, everything that's going on. And I want to, the goal obviously was just to get people uh, from for throughout the space that have different opinions and just so the audience can get a wide variety of opinions. And I think that was, that goal was achieved. So um, if you would like to let the audience know like where they can find you on social media and everything, like just go right ahead. Yeah, appreciate it. They can follow me on Twitter at Primal Key. And also one last thing to the whole thing is there's no smoking gun either that proves that either the BAYC is, is racist or that the traits are racist. So until we get a smoking gun on all that, that's another really big factor. But they can definitely find me on Primal Key and follow me. And I appreciate you having me on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for taking time out of your day to... Uh... Uh, come on the podcast for me today. I'll have those the links to your Twitter in the show notes and uh, so they can easily access that. But also, if anyone in the audience has an opinion about the controversy, feel free to uh, message me on any of my social medias. It is at Web3WeeklyPod. Uh, that is on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and TikTok. So feel free to message me and I'll definitely get back with you there. Uh, also, if I just want to say thank you for listening again. You are the whole reason uh, we are here today, and if you want to support the podcast more, feel free to share the episode with a friend that uh, maybe has a strong opinion about the controversy, as well as leave five stars on Spotify. It really helps us grow here. So yeah, guys, that's going to be it for the first episode of the uh, Web3 DGEN's Opinions, and Primal, do you want to say anything before we head out here? Oh, just I appreciate everything, and also, too, on Solana, I do have a um, music NFT that's through the... um pixel bands marketplace pretty interesting <laughs> one of my songs oh, awesome i will uh, definitely have those links as well so yeah guys uh just like i said in a former episode stay bullish and have a good one guys thanks a lot appreciate you man